0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Kate Take. Happy December. Can you believe it? It is almost time to say goodbye to 2020, which I know a lot of us want to, and we're ready for fresh starts. So I thought it would be a perfect week to talk about looking at our goals and rethinking how we set goals, because so many of us, as we head into the new year, as we head into especially a new year where we're really wanting to say goodbye to the year before, um, we want to rethink how we look at setting goals because I want you guys to look at how you set your goals in a way that's more meaningful, maybe a fresh take on setting goals, and just really thinking about why are you setting those goals. I think so much of this year has been asking ourselves, why are things the way that they are why do i feel this way why am i reacting that way right and it's kind of the same thing when we go to set these goals really look at why are we setting them? So this is something I'm so passionate about because I've always been somebody who likes to set and achieve goals. And especially in my work as a coach, this is literally my job. The women that I mentor on my team, we set up goals in multiple areas of their life, whether that be that they are a coach on my team and we're setting business goals as well as you know, health goals and personal goals, or those women in my challenge groups who are just, you know mainly focusing on mindset and health and fitness goals. So whenever I look at my goals for the year, whenever I look at what I want to accomplish and I'm setting my yearly goals, I look at a few different areas. And really quick, I want to make a caveat in that when you're setting these goals, we don't just set the goal and then walk away, put the goals or the dreams or the vision in a drawer and we forget about it super easy to do, right? We're gonna talk about how to keep these goals and these visions that we want to accomplish at the top of the mind. But really quick, make a note that whatever yearly goals you set down to want to accomplish, I want you to look at them quarterly as well because we can adjust where we're at on that roadmap of where it is that we want to go. Okay, you guys ready? So if you have a pen, if you got a note, uh, you know, on your iPhone or whatever, maybe jot these areas down so that you can remember these later on when you go to rethink and reframe your goals. So, when I look at my goals, the first area that I look at is my business. I look at what do I want to accomplish within my business in the next 365 days. So, for you in your career, what is it that you want to accomplish? Is it some sort of promotion? Is it some sort of, you know, if you're in a network marketing business like me, is it some sort of rank? Is it some sort of accolade? Something like that. In your career, what do you want to accomplish? That's the first area. The second area where I always look at my goals are financial goals. So look at you know what would you like to earn if you can control that right if you can be eligible for bonuses at work or again if you're like me you're in network marketing where there's not really a cap what can you accomplish as far as bonuses go or those types of things what sort of financial savings do you want to have you know how much do you want to have in your A rainy day account. What do you want to save for? Oh my goodness! Won't it be fun to save for travel? What if you started saving for traveling now, and when life in 2021 is hopefully on its way to getting more back to normal, like you've got that savings fund for that trip to to Tulum, Mexico, or wherever the hell it is you're getting on a plane. I don't even know if I remember how to get on an airplane, (laughs) honestly. But um, you know those financial goals. That is a huge thing that you want to um, to focus on, and that's definitely something to talk about. Obviously, with your partner as well. Um, The next spot is personal goals. These are so special. We need to not just think about financial goals or business goals or health goals. We wanna think of those personal goals. So things like how many date nights do you wanna have with your spouse? Or maybe you're single and you're like, okay, I gotta get my ass on some of these dating apps. And how often are you gonna go on them? Um, Friendships, right? I always set part of my personal goals of connectivity around my friendships And of course my family too, but really focusing on who do I want to cultivate closeness with and relationships with. And then the last area that I like to set goals around are my health goals. So for me, I look at, you know, my role as a coach, I partner with Beachbody. We have all these amazing catalogs, the programs, I kind of set a goal of how many programs am I going to complete this year, which, you know, how, how. Often am I going to follow the meal plan 80% of the time? That type of of thing. Do I have a weight loss goal? Um, This will be the first year of my life. I will have postpartum goals. I will have, you know, trying to get healthy and strong after having a kid and being pregnant. So the cool thing about setting these goals is that you can always, it's always gonna grow and change with you in your area of life. Um, So those are the areas where I want you to think about your career, your finances, personal, and then health goals. And really when we're rethinking how we look at goals, always remember that so much of it does start with our health. Um so much of how we feel about ourselves is how we feel in our body. And that to, that does not mean that you're size 2 or a 0, but are you sleeping well? Are you having anxious thoughts? Health goals is so much more than just you have abs. It's is your mental health there too. So maybe setting, just remember that, setting those goals when it comes to your health to focus on that everything else follows with having a healthy body. And obviously as a health and fitness coach, I'm very passionate about that, but don't forget that you little go-getters, you little badass babes who are setting these goals. Don't forget that you can't survive on Diet Coke alone. You gotta eat some healthy food and move your body along the way now these are all great goals are great setting you know i'm I'm an enneagram three if you know anything about enneagram i'm all about setting the goal and crushing it but when we're looking at these goals and we're looking at the process of wanting to achieve these yearly things that we've just set out for us whatever it is that's making you excited remember that in on the way to achieving a goal, on the way to making these you know, New Year's resolutions, which honestly, I don't even like calling them resolutions because it's just stupid, right? We're we're, we're thinking of long-term here and we don't wanna fall off in February like a lot of people do. Um, and I, I'm gonna tell you why a lot of people do as we keep going on this podcast. And it's because they're not rethinking how to look at these goals in a way that's actually effective. But please remember that Any goal that you set is it's not a straight up linear, you know, you just go up the mountain. It's not just a straight up thing. We've talked about this on the podcast before. You're going to have moments where you're up and you're crushing it and down where you're sucking, sucking it. and then up again, right? But as long as the whole movement is on its way up to that goal, that's what we really want to focus on. It's not the hard moment or the hard day or the hard week. It's that we're continually making the progress towards that thing that we want to do. So when you experience a setback, know that you're setting yourself up for a comeback, right? And On this topic, let's talk about shiny objects, because I think this is a main reason why people, uh, you know, this is why gyms are filled in January and they're empty by February. Personally, in my business, I'm going to use this as an example because I've now worked in the health and fitness space as a coach for five years with at-home fitness. I cannot tell you Actually, you know, I can't tell you how much my business booms between February and May. January is crazy too. January is a lot of New Year's people with new goals. But do you want to know why my busiest and most lucrative time of year where I get to help? I have the privilege of helping the most people. It's because by February, the shiny object of the gym or getting there, the hardships then all of a sudden were there and people were like, well, shit, this was harder than I thought. And that shiny object of going to LA fitness every week got too hard. And now they're knocking on my door, right? Which is great. I'm always here for anyone with that. But another example of this might be, and again, I'm going to use my business because this is, you know, this is how I relate to to so much of what I'm teaching you guys here on the pod, but there's so many shiny objects in my business. Um, Because network marketing is super freaking fun, and you can earn a lot of fun shit, and I love that piece about it. Especially Beachbody, they have the best trips you can earn. Like, oh my lord, I cannot wait to travel again and earn these trips again. But there are a lot of really shiny objects. There's different ranks. There's different trips. You can win T-shirts. You can win. I mean, I've got Beachbody stuff coming out of my butt. Thank, thank you guys. I love it. But there's a lot of shiny objects. But we have to remember that with and again, maybe for you, you're in the corporate setting. I know that a lot of corporate of corporate America, they also have a lot of shiny objects. You know, my husband works in corporate America. He's worked for several different companies. And it's crazy the things and the incentives that, you know, those corporate people put out there for their employees to motivate them. Right. And sometimes we need a shiny object to reach a goal. Sometimes we need a carrot dangling in front of us that we wanna reach to achieve it. But if I only focused on the shiny objects in my business, I would completely forget why I'm a coach in the first place. It's to freaking serve people and to help people lead healthy, fulfilling lives and make their dreams come true. But if I got stuck on those shiny objects of just the trips or just the accolades or just the recognition, you know shiny objects get dirty right you you have to shine your you know your shoes i don't know i'm thinking of paul poli- like polishing like silverware but do any of us i mean my shit's from crate and barrel but you, i hope you see what i'm saying every shiny object quote unquote gets dirt on it and it's got to be cleaned up you got to see what's underneath there so when you're looking at your goals when you're looking at those business those financial those personal and those health goals what shiny objects are you chasing? And think, is that actually going to make me happy? Because same thing, like I said, right at the top of the pod, if you are trying to only achieve, for example, aesthetic goals in your health and fitness goals, and maybe you're going to be, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I'm going to be super lean and I'm going to have a six pack. That's fine, but that maybe might be a really shiny object because what do you actually have to do to achieve that? Like, can you be on with your nutrition 100% of the time? Because if you wanna be super lean and super small, like, you know what I mean? like we all have different bodies. So just take a step back, whatever you've got on this, this goal board for 2021, are you focusing too much on shiny objects? Okay, we're gonna dive into, rethinking these goals. So we've covered the areas of goals of where you can goal set for 2021. We've talked about shiny objects, being aware of those. And now I have three questions I want you to reframe and rethink about in setting goals. And this is where I see a lot of people who do not achieve their goals. It's because they're not asking themselves these questions. And I know that these questions help you achieve your goals, because this is what I've learned in my five years of a lot of goal setting and a lot of missed goals. Holy shit. I could write a book with the amount of goals and achievements that I would like to have that I have missed. But because I'm continually asking myself these three questions, I'm always making that forward trajectory on my way to making them a reality. Alrighty, so here's the first one. Ask yourself, who do I need to become on the way to the goal? Who do I need to become on the way to the goal? It always comes back to that. It always comes back to that. Anytime you're setting a goal, you have to ask yourself, Who do I need to become? I cannot tell you how much I reflect on this because you have got to evolve as a human being with your mindset, with how you approach negativity, with how you look at life in order to evolve, to achieve these bigger dreams and goals. You have to want to take on more responsibility as you are wanting to achieve these goals so ask yourself who do i need to become if you're setting some big financial you know savings goals for example with your husband or your wife well you're going to have to be responsible you're going to have to be really smart with your money if you want to like create more income or pay down more debt right you're going to have to be a higher version of yourself. So, you know, with more money comes more responsibility. Who do you need to become in order to have that amount of money or whatever it is that you want in your bank account? Same thing. Like, you know, you can't go spend it all on Amazon shit. Maybe you are, you know, you you think about who you need to become and you get that bonus at your corporate job. Well, if you go spend it on a bunch of Amazon shit, were you really ready to be in that higher place in your career to earn that? I don't really know. That's up to you, but you've got to ask yourself, who do I need to become on the way to that goal? Because it's never about the final thing that you achieve. Honestly, guys, like you have to, to continually be reflecting on who do you need to become? Because if you don't focus on that piece, once you reach that accolade, or once you have that thing you know, quote unquote, in your hand, if you did not evolve to the person who can handle it, or you don't appreciate the work that went into it, it does not matter, right? So I really want you to think about that. Who do you need to become on the way to that goal? It is so important and it will it'll literally change your life because when you miss a goal, because you will miss these goals, these things that you set out, the intentions, the new year's resolutions, all this shit that you want to do for 2021. And I really feel like this year more than ever, people are going to be like, I'm so ready for a fresh start because we freaking are, our, our, world is ready for a fresh start. Right. But man, if you're not focused on who you need to become, some people are going to be real disappointed when on January 1st, like the. you know, Rona is still here (laughs) and not everything is cured and normal, right? Like, but when you're focused on who you need to become, you realize that you're a more patient person in order to achieve those things. The second question, when you are trying to sit down and write your goals is how do I want to feel? oh, man, this this question changed my life about three years ago when I read a book called The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte highly, highly suggest it. I should probably read it again, it's been a while, but this revolutionized how I looked at all goals in my life. I was still in my teaching career at the time. I was working very hard to make coaching my full-time business. And for me, those shiny objects, those carrots, were really how I was building my business in the start. I didn't really ask myself how I wanted to feel as I was progressing in my coaching career. And when I looked at that, things clicked. That's what made me realize, oh, I can teach people in a new way as a coach. It makes me feel so good when someone tells me that I gave them a light bulb moment. I used to always say that with my third graders, like, where's your light bulb moment? We make little light bulbs above their head. I liked that feeling. It didn't necessarily need to be because I was teaching my students about you know, reading and phonics, but how did I want to feel? I wanted to help people find that light bulb, that spark in their life. And that that was the feeling. It wasn't the thing. It wasn't the, the accolade. It wasn't the rank, for example, in my business. But it's how did that make me feel? Same thing with your health goals. Let's use this one. How do you want to literally feel on a day-to-day basis? I will use this example. I've talked about this on the podcast before. You know, I've had a time in my life, my freshman year of college, I was extremely 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 thin. I was probably the, well, thinnest I'd ever been. And I felt not great. I was tired. I would run five miles a day. And then I'd also go to a fitness class. And then I would fuel up quote unquote with some salad and like one English muffin. When I really think about how I felt then, it wasn't that great. I was sure it was thin, but I wasn't like energetic and I wasn't strong. Like I feel now, you know, at 21 weeks pregnant, I feel pretty damn strong right now, even though my body is like now becoming the biggest and roundest it's ever been. So with all of your goals, how do you want to feel and lead with that. So I highly, highly suggest that book by Danielle Laporte. It is so amazing. And it reframes that you first think about how do you want to feel in life? And then you set your goals according to that. I hope your brains are exploding because even just saying it again, it makes me excited to sit down and create my vision board for 2021 and my goals. Because man, they are so much more impactful when you lead with how you want to feel and not just, I got the bonus, I got the rank, I got the promotion, I got the abs. Like, how do you want to feel? Man, that's good. And within that, my friends listening to this, I want you to always lead with, and this kind of ties back to the first question of who do I need to become, but act as if is so important. So act as if you are that person and always lead with an i am mentality not an i will be mentality what i mean by that is how do you want to feel okay great so you've, you've got the feelings down now act as if you already feel that way right we don't need to fake it till we make it we don't need to you know pretend that we're you know the ceo or whatever the hell it is that you want but act in accordance of. Who would that person be? How would they want to feel? How would they show up in that space, in that meeting, on that Zoom, right? And lead with, I am that person. So I know we talked about affirmations, you know, in the podcast before too, but really leading with the present tense that you are that person, because that's going to lead you to act as if you are that person and feel That way, as well as answer that first question of who do I need to become so that is going to literally revolutionize how you set your goals. Okay, the third one is I want you to ask yourself this question. What if I was given these things tomorrow, would I be ready for them. I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, too, but when you are setting these goals, this goes back to the first two. How do you want to feel? Who do you need to become? Because if you're not ready to be that person that's at a higher level, you need to know that we, we learn, of course, as we go. But would you actually be ready for these things tomorrow? I've said this before, it always goes back to new level, new devil. You're going to face hardships along the way to all of your goals and your financial goals because of you know life, the bills come up, washing machines break, all that kind of stuff happens, right? Um, you know, health goals, you're gonna get busy. Newsflash, it's not always gonna be easy. You're not gonna pop out of bed and wanna work out. Relationship goals, sometimes your husband is gonna piss you the hell off and you need to figure out How do you move forward from that in your relationship? So if you have these bigger dreams, you need to ask yourself, are you actually ready for them? Because if you feel like in your soul, you're like, yeah, I'm ready, cool, great, you're good to go, like, all right, like open up up your mind and here we go. But maybe you need to go back to how do you wanna feel and maybe you need to go back to who do I need to become along the way? Because just remember that there's always gonna be a tough time. And let me tell you a quick story. I've been doing a bunch of one-on-ones with coaches on my team who were doing this for setting goals for 2021. We're reflecting on 2020 and we're moving forward. And I have um, um, several coaches on my team who have had really, really hard shit happen to them. Like all of us have in 2020, but some of these women I've been talking to, I'm like, damn, you've had a hard year. And on one of these calls with one of my coaches, I said to her, you realize that all of these setbacks are just setting you up for your comeback, right? We've got to remember that. That's why you need to ask yourself, are you ready for these goals? If you were handed them tomorrow, are you ready for these things? Because." When you get these things, when you achieve these goals, you're going to have setbacks, too. And you have to remember that every single setback that you have is truly just setting you up for the comeback to really appreciate those things once you achieve them. As I was prepping for this podcast, I was thinking about the people listening to this and the messages I get on Instagram and and when I get feedback from you all it is truly the best thing ever and as I was thinking about this podcast I thought about the story of Jack and the Beanstalk right the classic story we all grew up with it he gets these magic beans and he grows into this beanstalk and you know he has this magical adventure right Also, side note, office fans, it makes me totally think of the episode when Jim tricks Dwight that he did get magic beans, but that's another tale for another time. (laughs) But your goals are not a jack in the beanstalk magical story. Nobody is going to hand you magic beans tomorrow. You're going to plant them. And in a day, you're going to have this amazing beanstalk, right? It cultivates. It takes time. It takes work. It takes having those setbacks. It takes having those comebacks. It takes asking why. And it is truly so much more rewarding when you can see those seeds grow and change and evolve just like you will, right? And it's going to mean so, so much more to you. And just remember that you're so worthy of the things that you want in your life And when you are rethinking at looking at your goals and you ask yourself why, and you ask yourself again, and you dig down to the root of that beanstalk and you ask yourself, what am I doing each day to become that person? That's where you really change. It's not always about the goal. Obviously set them. Life is way too short to stay complacent. I think complacency is honestly worse than failure. Staying the same is way worse, but I just want you to know that I'm already proud of you for even thinking about setting goals. And I hope that these three questions that you can ask yourself really reframe them into a way that feels good and feels productive and feels more meaningful than just throwing some shit up, you know, a vision board that you cut out of a magazine, right? Really putting some thought behind it. And so as we round out 2020, my friends, remember that there's still a long road ahead, um, and it's, it's a great journey. So set those goals, ask yourself those questions, and just know that you are wildly capable of achieving them, okay? Um, Two good books, like I, I already mentioned the first one, The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte, an amazing book to read. It would be great to read that as a personal development book here in December. And then at the end of the month, set your goals for 2021. And then another fantastic book that I would follow up with in January is a book called The 12 Week Year by Brian P. Morgan. It is a way to look at those goals that you set and shrink them down into a 12 week kind of condensed version. So I would start with the desire map, read that in December, think about how you want to feel. And then in January, go to that 12 week year and really just freaking crush it. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I cannot believe we are already on our 10th episode. That is so cool. I do want to let you know that next week we will have a break. There will be no new podcast next week. I'm getting some interviews lined up and some content lined up. So next week will be a break from the Kate Take podcast, but please keep sharing it. Please keep writing five-star reviews on the podcast app. And anytime that you share this podcast with someone, just understand how much it means to me and how much I appreciate you. So thank you for listening, you goal crushers. I'm so proud of you already. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks on the Kate Take podcast. Thanks so much.